And hello and welcome to the DeMarco Polo Show on 88.9 KUCI-FM in Irvine. Uh, we're broadcasting from the University of California, Irvine campus and on the web at KUCI.org and iTunes College Radio. I'm Barbara DeMarco Barrett and today is Monday, July 30th, 2012. And this show, my summer show, aims to explore issues relevant to Southern California and talk with interesting people from here. And... Uh, I think the official definition of the show when I started it was, you know, Marco Polo, DeMarco Polo, um, Undiscovered Roots, Spicy Discoveries. Well, let's see. I think it's been that way, actually, since the beginning. Um, and today we have three interesting people in the studio with me, and they are recent graduates from Corona Damar High um, here in Orange County. And so that we can perhaps talk more frankly, we won't be using real names but pseudonyms. So let me introduce... Um, Tony, Peter, and Jade. Hi there. Hi. Hi hello. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you're here. I don't know if you're glad you're here. Glad but to I'm be here. so glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, let's let's start with um, you're you're all 18 this year, and you can vote. Yes. And uh, it's an election year. So, what do you think? I mean, are you more involved in politics now because you can vote? Um, are you? Do you read? Newspapers? Do you listen to news? Do you do what your parents do or believe what your parents believe? What well, about you, Jay? To the first one, I don't pay attention to politics any more than I used to ever, except for when my dad is having his rants about something or he's talking to other his other friends about it. But other than that, I'm not really into politics as of right now, but I'm sure in the future I probably will be. But um, my party affiliation probably would be anything that my parents are, so I'm, yeah. So you'll vote? I don't know, <laughs> actually. I think I should learn more about I the know. politics before I actually put my two cents in. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? Um, I, I have been involved with politics for a while, just like paying attention to things. Um, I was very, I was paying attention to a lot of things during the 2008 election, and I probably will begin to pay more attention, um, coming up. And, uh, yeah, my party affiliation is pretty similar to that of my parents, and, uh, and I definitely do plan on voting this year. I'm excited to. Do you plan on like reading newspapers and you know watching debates and Watch, doing I'm, that? I'm looking forward to the debates. I think those will be interesting. And uh, newspapers, possibly. <laughs> um, definitely, you know, watching the news and stuff. But what about you, Peter? Um, I have to agree with both of them. I think that um, uh, our parents are basically a big influence on us with our party affiliation because um, I know I'm going to be what my parents are. So, um, and I do think I'm going to vote this year, but like Jade was saying, I'm not really that much involved with politics. So, Do you pay attention to commercials? I notice political commercials have begun. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I mean, do you do you <coughs> believe them? Do you do you understand what advertising is? Um, and go, you know, it's just advertising. Hmm. Or do you go, oh, hmm, pay attention to this? Well, it really just depends on if I hear something that catches my ear, then I'll start listening. And then I guess it just depends on what they're actually advertising. But mostly I'm just like, eh, it's just advertising until I hear something that really intrigues me and then I'll listen in. 
I feel like everyone bends the truth on political commercials. Yeah, like, that's true. I just, every, I mean, you know, some of it might be true, some of it might not be. You have no way of knowing. That's right. why you can't just pay attention to the commercials. You have to pay attention to other things as well, mm -hmm. I, th I believe. I mean, I always find it funny of how they choose um, to do it. I mean, usually it's like an interview, but sometimes it's um, like going around town and like showing all the different things that they'll do, but... I always find it interesting to watch of what they're gonna do, mm -hmm. what they're gonna, what they plan to do. What I should say, mm -hmm. but they're usually really corny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like always really. They corny. try to make them really intense <laughs> yeah. with heavy music and a heavy narrator, and then like with kids and everything yeah. <laughs> at their side. You're listening to the Demarco Polo Show on eighty-eight point nine KUCI FM in Irvine, and if anyone out there has any questions for Tony, Peter, or Jade. You can text me at 949-337-2752. Um, well, you know, I'm also, you know, since you you all went to high school, you've all been at the high school since 7th grade? 7th grade, mm -hmm. yep. Um, and you all seem fairly, um, I don't know, um, normal. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily seem normal. Well, normal in a good way. <laughs> okay. Normal in a good way. And not, I mean, you're all friendly. You, um, I don't detect any attitude or any kind of sense of entitlement. But that's kind of rampant here because that's where we live. We live, the school's in Newport Beach, basically. Um, did your parents worry about that in terms of you going to that high school or living here, being brought up here? And if so, how did they how did they sort of caution you or how did they keep you um uh, i don't know what the word is not real but down to earth yeah well um i moved actually to where i live now when the very beginning of seventh grade and i and going to the school at first my parents didn't want me going to cdm they wanted me to go somewhere else but i eventually persuaded them or as I thought I, I thought I persuaded them into letting me go because all my friends were going it was like the school to go to and I guess they were they I guess I mean, they might have heard stuff about CDM I'm not sure but they were kind of scared of me going there but I, I don't think they were worried about me as a person I just think they were worried about the school itself but I don't know they grew to love the school so. yeah I, I remember when I was going into seventh grade a lot of the we were hearing stories of, you know, food fights and, oh, yeah. like, seniors <laughs> throwing juice boxes at the underclassmen <laughs> and just all this crazy stuff, and I never saw any of that when I was there, so... Mm, yeah, never. Yeah. I mean, my parents always said one good thing to watch for um, with entitlement is the driving in Newport Beach, um, so... It's always true, because people have entitlement on the road, even, yeah. even in Newport <laughs> Beach, when it's... It's really crazy because they can just, like, break all the rules and seem like it's fine. I don't know. That's one thing. But with our school, I mean, I never really felt there was much entitlement with all of my friends. Mm -hmm. Not with our friends, but yeah. if, as a school as a whole. Yeah, as a school as a whole, it's very entitled. But yes, and around the reputation because we're a school mm -hmm. in Newport Beach. It was like, oh, just rich kids. like. Yeah. And because we're... Because CDM is ranked in the top 1% of schools in the nation, mm -hmm. there's automatically oh, yeah. kids going there feel entitled because of that mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. and also I mean it's like anywhere I mean there's what there was what 1500 1600 students I think there was more, than, more that. than that more really? I thought so maybe not and I don't know. so it's like a small town 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a small, very small city, extremely a hamlet. Okay, <laughs> and um, and different circles. You know, so maybe there were circles that maybe they weren't your circles, they but were circles of. The entitled kids. There is definitely a lot of kids, the druggy kids, the this kids, the that kids. CDM is definitely a click school. Hmm. Yeah. Many, many clicks. So what about teachers and um, education? Because, yeah, it is rated high. I've read that it's rated high, and having a son there, I knew that it was was highly rated. But, um, But also... There's other things going on there that doesn't often make the news. And um, and then with teachers, and we'll get into that stuff later, but in terms of um, teachers, I know they run the gamut of, you know, really great teachers to really not so great teachers. Mm-hmm. So how about the teachers in your lives through, the, through those years? I mean, did you feel that you kind of lucked out with your teachers or were some wonderful and some not so wonderful? Or? I know that last year when I... Um, I did not like many of my teachers at all because just some of them were um, just not all together. They didn't, they weren't very, I didn't think they were capable of teaching a group of high school <laughs> students. Um, whereas this year I was very, ha- I mean, I was, lo- I was a lot happier with my teachers. I like most of them, if not all of them. And, uh, so I think that it's just a wide range. I would say that most of them are good, but there are a few that are not fit to teach, I, I believe. I definitely yeah. agree with that. But all in all, through all six years of CDM, I've loved almost... Well, I grew to love almost all the teachers. <laughs> yeah. There's, there have been a few, including this year, <laughs> that I don't, I'm not fond of still, but... Yeah, well, even though it's over, even though it's <laughs> over, yeah. Bad blood. But, you know, I think the teachers, they, <laughs> they, teacher, I don't really like them. But as a person, mm-hmm. I think I would like them outside of school because they seem like a pretty cool person outside of school. And a lot of the teachers, m- some of my favorite teachers, come from CDM, and it would be awesome if we were friends like outside of school. But hmm. I don't think that's. Do you think? Do you think the whole system of. Um, I, I guess it's not called tenure in high school, but it's hard to fire a teacher. I think that that's very bad. I think that it should have nothing to do with seniority. <coughs> I think that if a teacher is good, they should be kept around. If a teacher is not good, they should be let go. Yeah, like, it I doesn't totally matter totally how agree. long you've been there. It's That should have nothing to do with it at all. I totally agree yeah. with that. Hmm. Um, so, okay, since we're talking about about school, and this connects with school, although it doesn't really connect totally with school, and that has to do with reading and how in publishing, um, you know, e-books and digital, you know, readers are are so major and becoming more major all the time. Do you guys read? And if you do, what do you like to read? Do you like books or do you like to read online or do you like re- digital readers? Or Well, um, I do like to read. And I did like books until I recently, my mom gave me her iPad, and then it's just so much easier to get a Nook book or an e-book. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of, I mean, it's, I like it. I mean, you can't really read it in the sunlight, but I mean, I like e-books, and I love to read. Um, what do you read? Well, it, it ranges. I love mystery. Mystery mm-hmm. is, I like the suspense, and it makes me want to turn the page, like, oh, what's going to happen next? Do you have a favorite? 
Um, no, I've I've read so many different books. Mm-hmm. I don't have a favorite, mm-hmm. but I also do like romance. Romance, obviously, being a girl, <laughs> girls mm-hmm. love romance. <laughs> Um, so yeah, mystery and romance, and together that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a really good book. I wonder. It seems that females do read more. I mean, most of the book buyers, adult book buyers, are female. Yeah. What about you guys? Do you read? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't really enjoy to read that much. Um, How come? I mean, I just don't find it that fascinating reading books. Oh. No, I know it's, <laughs> it's my own opinion, but I mean, a movie and a book. I'm more of a movie kind of guy where mm-hmm. it's it's more um, I just don't understand why it takes you know I'm not a very fast reader so it takes you know days to read a book where a movie it's like two hours mm-hmm. but I, I know with books it's more personal you can actually uh, figure out in your head what you want the characters yeah, to be it could be your own movie yeah. in your head mm-hmm. instead of someone telling you this is how it is you can be like well yeah. this is no, I totally book. agree I understand both sides it's just <laughs> I I always find myself choosing movies because it's faster and I... Lazy. <laughs> I guess you could call me that, but I don't know. It's just I feel like books are very personal and um, so I understand like both sides. Mm-hmm. What about you, Tony? I, uh, I, I don't dislike reading, but it's not my favorite thing to do. I, uh, I, yeah, are you reading I'd, I'd anything this summer? I... I Kind of. <laughs> I've, kind I've st- of. I began a mystery book because I enjoy mystery most. And um, as far as uh, ebooks or the actual book, I don't like reading on a screen. I find it um, like distracting, and I just I'd rather be holding the tangible book, being able to flip the pages. And that way, when you get to the end of it, you just close the book, and it's like you're done. Whereas an ebook, you just Kind of flip. You press the like, home button. You press the home button. <laughs> I mean, books are physical. It's, it's more. It's more satisfactory you, you know, closing a book. You could actually turn the page. Well, but with your finger. You you turn. swipe a screen that. <laughs> well, still, I mean, you're still appe- turning the page. <laughs> to turn the page yeah. and digitally. And that, you can like lose the book. I feel like worth. If you have a book, you're not gonna like. You're gonna lose your iPad. No, no, like it can be erased off your iPad yeah. or something accidentally. And then well, you, you, really. do you remember with 1984, I think it, w- it happened maybe a year ago, that um, something happened on Amazon. I think it was with 1984, George Orwell's 1984. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, Amazon took it off of all of, the e- all of their readers, all of their Kindles. For some, there was some legal thing going on. I forget exactly what, but you know, you open up your Kindle and, and your book that you thought yeah. you had is not yeah. there anymore. Yeah, and like with Kindles and stuff, like memories <coughs> on you know computers can crash, and then you just have everything gone. But if you have a book, except on Kindle, I mean, Amazon does keep okay keep your bookshelf well, on an iPad. Everything and can with crash. With an ebook, you know, it's instant where you can just get it if you want. That's yeah, true. but I have to say. The book I'm reading now, it's called The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind. It's not required for my school that I'm going to, but they said that it's a great book and you should read it. So I started reading it, and it is actually a really good book. It has a lot of inspirational quotes that I'm going to be using. <laughs> what about audiobooks? Do you guys l- ever listen to a book? My dad, on the way to Lake Powell, we go to Lake Powell every year. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, he, we used to drive, and... He, the eight hours that it took, eight to ten hours it took, he had audiobooks, and he would just listen to them, and he loves them, and I tried getting into it, but the books I want, I can never find the audiobooks, but if I could, mm-hmm. I would use audiobooks, but then I also like reading, because it enhances your vocabulary, mm-hmm. and I don't know, sight, like, you, reading, I guess, sure. actually helps sharpen your mind instead of just listening. Right. Mm-hmm. But audio, yeah, I love audiobooks, that'd be something I could get into. 
So you mentioned that you're reading this book for the college you're going mm-hmm. to, and so, of course, <coughs> I want to talk about college because um, what what I have heard um, is that a lot of kids want to go out of state or away from here because they want to get out of the bubble. Yeah. And um, so they're going back east, or they're going to distant shores <coughs> to see what life is like out of the bubble. And I know, too, you're going out of state. You're mm-hmm. I'm staying in state. Peter, you're staying, you're going about a, an hour from here. Yeah. And Tony, you'll be like a half hour from here. Mm-hmm. So, so, sort of, you're going somewhere, Jade, to, mm-hmm. you know, and you're getting out of the bubble. Yes. And you're still pretty much going to be in it, Peter, and certainly, yeah. Tony, you'll be I'm in the here. bubble, yes. Do you see it that way, though? I mean, do you feel like you've been living in a bubble? Do you live sheltered lives, and you feel like well, you don't you don't have the street smarts to, to you know, know what life is like out there? Well, I, I wouldn't say that... I think just Newport Beach itself is a bubble. Not really... Southern I mean, California. like an hour away, I don't think they're as much in a bubble because yeah. they are... I, I guess it just depends on who you're talking about. In Define community. bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. <coughs> Gated communities with um, where you never see homeless people. You never have to deal with homeless. You never have to um, deal with somebody knocking at your door that um, is just randomly knocking uh, at your door. Perhaps. I feel. I feel like that is kind of a bubble, but at the same time. Um, why would you want to live in a place where there are homeless people? Like, I don't, I, I, I feel like, I mean, it gives you, like, more knowledge about the world and about life, but I don't think that it, like, helps anyone. Well, you're like, not going to be in a bubble your whole life. You yeah. have to learn about these things somehow. That's true. But, I mean, I mean... Do you live in a gated community? I do not live in a gated community, and maybe that's why I don't feel like I'm in such of a bubble, because just, I, I can see how being in a gate you could feel like you're in a bubble because... I feel like I'm in a bubble living in a gated community. I feel more protected. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Sure. And just by virtue of the fact that you're in Newport Beach um, means that it's going to be safer, mm-hmm. period, because the police pick homeless people up and yeah. deliver them to the border of Laguna Beach or Costa Mesa. <laughs> so, you know, we don't have homeless people here, supposedly. Supposedly. I have seen a couple, but... Yeah, but I mean, that's what they do. They're gone within like a week. Yeah. I mean, the police get rid of them. So that we can't, we don't see it. Yeah, but it exists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, but I so mean, you don't think we should have to see people living like that or begging on the oh, streets? Well, I mean, I don't think that I don't think that you're missing out on something by not seeing that. Like, yeah, I don't think true. like it's not. So, I mean, it's not something that I want to see. Like, I mean, I feel bad for those people and I want to try to help them, but I mean, like living in a place where you see homeless people a lot I don't so you wouldn't really like to live in New York City where you get up every morning and have a home have to ask the homeless it's, person to move on it's, no, it's not that I wouldn't like that it's that I mean I feel like you can be in a bubble where there are homeless people I don't think True. that I, th- I feel like you can be in a bubble anywhere it's just yeah. Yeah, every place every is place its is its own bubble yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we're getting very philosophical yeah <laughs> Just a, just different bubbles. Yeah, some bubbles share the same thing. Yeah, different types of bubbles. So different every, types of bubbles. Everywhere is a bubble. I think every place is different in its own way. So ev- so no matter where you live, you are missing out on things. Mm-hmm. And if that's what we're defining a bubble as, then I think that everywhere is a bubble. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back to the college thing. And I like quotes. So I found a quote by Mark Twain, and he said, 
20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things that you did not do than by the ones that you did do. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from the safe harbor, catch the trade winds in your sails, explore, dream, and discover. So what do you think? Does this fit your life? Are you all pursuing things that you're really interested in, that you feel passionate about, or are you thinking... You know, I gotta get a job, and my parents want me to do such and such, and so I better do such and such. I mean, where are you I on that? I think it's a continuum? little bit of both yeah. right now because I think that I'm passionate about what I want to do in college, but I don't know. Maybe when I get to college and I start actually taking classes about that major, maybe I might change. I don't know if I'm actually passionate about it. And I mean, and if you think about it, I'm going off to college, so I'm going to be by my. I'm going to be on my own, so I do have to get a job. I do have to start having all these responsibilities, and it's it's not like my parents are saying you ha- like I'm making you do this. It's kind of the world making me do it. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's my parents. It's kind of my choice. So you're open to going and maybe whatever. You, what are you going for? Um, I'm going for nur- nursing, hopefully getting into the field of pediatric nursing. Mm-hmm. So you may get there and you go, you know what? I want to do dentistry. That. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think it would be dentistry. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would definitely have to, I'd stick with the genre of kids. Mm-hmm. I find different profession in kids if I don't. What drew like you to that? Uh, my mom is a foster mom. Mm-hmm. And so. So that's I've not been, in the bubble. Your mom's no, a foster mom. That's true. I think that's another reason why I, I don't, Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> <But> <laughs> too much bubble talk. <laughs> too much bubble. She's a foster mom, so I've been dealing with babies since I was five, mm-hmm. and I think just being around babies, so many, so many babies, I've just grown to love kids so much, sure. and that's what drew me to kids. And I think uh, my mom is an example. I I wouldn't say I want to be a foster mom, but anything to do with kids, I would love to do. Mm-hmm. Excellent. What about you guys? Um, I I really like that quote. Um, I do too. Uh, I actually agree with everything. I feel like if we go to college to experience things that we never got to in high school. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm very passionate about film, but I'm not just going to limit myself to that. I'm going to try and stay open-minded throughout college. Um, I'm going to try photography, all that stuff that I s- still like. But also I think it's important to please your parents, so to do the core classes and Make sure that you can have something to stumble back on if you mm-hmm. can't pursue your passion. I think mm-hmm. that's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we really should just sail away and figure out our own stuff. That's really scary. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's <laughs> a journey we have to do, and if we're scared, I think that's normal. Mm-hmm. I mean... Um, well, and I, I'm going to... Since I'm going to be staying close to... My, I'm going to college next year, close to home, so I'll continue to live at home which will um and i'm gonna uh you know pursue music because that's what i enjoy doing <laughs> and so i mean well i mean part of it is that you know my parents know that music is a hard career to go into and that so but they also want me to do what i want to do so it's like a combination of both, like going to college, getting a degree, studying, but studying music, which is hard to do. So I'm combining the two mm-hmm. as well, you know, trying to get the best of both worlds. Well, and like Jade said, you know, you may get there, all of you may get there and go, you know what, I want to do yeah. this instead of this. And who knew? Yeah. You know, and it just it's just great, <coughs> I think, to go and just have the experience, even mm-hmm. if you don't know what you want to do. 
just to mm-hmm. learn new things, meet new people, all that. And we're going to take a real short break. When we come back, we will have more Tony, Peter, and Jade. So uh, stay with us, and uh, we'll be right back. And welcome back to uh, the DeMarco Polo Show on 88.9 KUCI-FM in Irvine. We are broadcasting from the University of California, Irvine campus. We're on the web at KUCI.org and iTunes College Radio. And I remain Barbara DeMarco Barrett. We've been here since 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. I think it's Standard Time. Isn't it Standard Time? It's Daylight Savings Time. That's in the winter, right? Okay. I never get this straight. All I remember is it's for school sure or something. We're somewhere. <laughs> We're somewhere We're on the somewhere planet. We're somewhere in time. And it remains Monday, uh, July 30th, 2012. <laughs> and this is my summer show. Um, and it's it's a time to talk to people from here, about here, about issues and various things going on around here. And so um, I wanted to talk a little bit about before we get into more difficult things, um, <laughs> I, and I'm with uh, Tony, Peter, and Jade, and they go to Corona del Mar High. Used here. to. Used to. They graduated. <laughs> They're graduated. graduates. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Yikes. Um, so, the environment. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, you know, when I was a kid, nobody even mentioned the word global warming. Maybe Rachel Carson, who wrote Silent Spring. <laughs> warned everybody of, of global catastrophe if, if everyone continued doing what they were doing, which they did. And so now it's global warming and all kinds of planetary environmental changes. Do you guys worry and do you take action and do you do things because you're worried? What? Tony has a very strong opinion about this. I think Tony, you should take this. Um, <laughs> I, I believe, I, I mean, global warming isn't a political issue. It's a scientific fact. Like mm-hmm. the earth is getting hotter. Like, it can't be argued. Some, I mean, it's partially due in part to just naturally it's getting warmer, but also it has a lot more to do with what um, people do and how they use products, like with plastics and Mm -hmm. garbage and gas usage. And so I definitely try to cut down as much as I can, like... um, you know, try not to leave the car running if I'm not going anywhere. Um, I don't use plastic water bottles anymore. I mean, I get mad at people like Jade when they um, (laughs) use Starbucks (laughs) cups every single day because, I mean, if you buy a travel cup once for three bucks, you can use it forever. So, well, if you buy a travel cup, you can use it for the rest rest (laughs) of your lives. You can use a travel cup. So I, I mean, so yeah, I believe that Humans are being very wasteful, and that's does making it, the earth hotter, and that's going to make does it. Does it make you harder. drive less and do bicycle more, or walk, or? I haven't gotten that far yet. <laughs> Actually, I do. I do walk. Hey, do I do walk a few sometimes. places. Yeah, we we bike and we walk more than okay. before. What about like in your house, lights and? I turn off lights. I get mad at my parents for leaving lights on, <laughs> for leaving the water running. So leaving the water running, they do that sometimes. <laughs> what about you, Peter? Um, I mean, I feel like now it's we're so aware of our environment, so I feel like <clears throat> humanity still is trying to get on the right path, um, being more aware and trying to fix the problems that we're kind of making um, by, you know, Prius, you know, having cars that can get better gas mm-hmm. mileage, all mm-hmm. that. But I have to agree with Tony that 
even like taking a cu- buying a cup for like uh, ten bucks, <laughs> <laughs> it, it it will eventually be you know worth the money and right. you can reuse it many just, many times. It's just one small step that right. you can make. Yeah. To one person can make a difference. Yes, because if enough one person people. One, pe- one one person. If enough people do it, <laughs> it will change and it yeah. will make it all better. And also things like you know, LA I think has just banned plastic bags <coughs> from supermarkets, so you have to bring your bag. Oh. Yeah. But here, of course, we can't do that because everybody needs a bag from the market. Wasteful. It's Orange County. It's very wasteful. It's entitled. We're, we're entitled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. What about you, Jane? Well, <laughs> <laughs> you with the everyday Starbucks? <laughs> it's not everyday. Anyways, <laughs> um, I don't know. I think global warming is kind of. I mean, it is something, but I think it's just more of a pattern that the Earth goes through. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it's really. I mean, humans do have an effect on it, but I don't think it's our fault. And I don't know. Plastic bottles, yeah, okay, but. I don't know. I'm not really too environmentally friendly. <laughs> Except for at home, yes, we do turn off lights. My dad gets so mad if we don't turn off lights when we walk out of a room. Even mm-hmm. if we're going out for, like, 30 seconds, he gets mad. So, I mean, that... But that's... Yeah. I don't know. I'm not too environmentally friendly. Although, Tony's kind of changing that. Because <laughs> he gets mad at me a lot I for do. doing stuff. Yes. That's good. Mm-hmm. How to affect change. Get mad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it works. Uh, it's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> If anybody actually has a has a question for Tony, Peter, or Jade, you can text me at 949-337-2752. Um, so let's talk about the media, because we've been talking about like politics and the environment and various things. How much does the media influence you? Do you pay attention to commercials? Do commercials make you want to buy? And um, Or do your friends influence you more? Do you... Um, you know, especially going to CDM High, you were probably influenced by um, many people having the newest, one, most wonderful thing, whatever that was. When iPads came out, um, you know, I'm sure lots of people had them first, and you went, oh, hmm, maybe I need one of those. Yeah. Or not. I mean, how, how, what's your reaction to influences in terms with the, me- the media and, and friends? I think, um, well, I mean, I'm not very influenced by commercials because I, I don't know. Grow- I'm all growing up, we, uh, it was enforced in my house that we muted commercials <laughs> because <laughs> just they, because my parents didn't think that they were ne- necessary to listen to. Um, so commercials don't influence me that much, but, uh, and I mean, what other people do, I mean, I don't really care about, but I think a reason why things become popular so fast and why so many people get them is because they're good things to have. So, like, you know, I, I got an iPad pretty soon after it came out because, I mean, it, not because other people had it, but because it was a useful tool that I wanted to get. And do you still have the original I do. IPad? I you still have it. I have year. not gotten a new one every year. I, uh... Get a new case every year? I have not gotten a new case since I got the first case. Oh. So I'm just, you know, not wasting cases. Yeah, environmentally <laughs> friendly. I don't waste iPads. Oh I don't waste plastic. Okay. <laughs> waste iPads. Well, <laughs> in my opinion, I think commercials nowadays are... I enjoy watching commercials. Um, it's kind of something I probably want to do later in well, life. Well, you're a film person, yeah. too. That's what you're going to school Yeah. For. So I always find it interesting how what they choose to do for the company and all that and their 
tactics, but nowadays with all the technology like that we have... tactics, it's true. Yeah, um, we have DVR, where we can record shows if we want, and then just skip entirely through commercials mm-hmm. with a click of a button. Same with, like, muting it, it's the mm-hmm. same effect. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know, I don't think commercials are that... They're just kind of, like, to refresh your mind sometimes get a jingle stuck in your head so, <laughs> <laughs> so you kind of remember that company and m- maybe want to buy something but I think have they made <coughs> have commercials made you want to buy certain things um like you have a GoPro right yeah did a commercial make you want that kind of <laughs> <laughs> that's just something I, I like I mean I think the company is wonderful I always watch their videos so I guess uh-huh. yeah their commercials buy their videos so I think that really influenced me but Mainly it's, I think, what influences me is my friends, so I always find myself buying stuff that my friends have, so I'd say that's the, mm-hmm. the more important. Mm-hmm. More than commercials or yeah. media. I, I don't know. I think w- commercials definitely have an impact on me, only because <laughs> my mom and I would watch TV and be like, oh my gosh, mom, look at this. This is so cool and then we'd pick up a phone and we'd like listen about it and then we would decide if we wanted or not and I don't know I think I think commercials have had a big doesn't mean I'm gonna go off and like buy them but friends definitely do have a huge impact Mm -hmm. but I think they're kind of equal but then again the amount of time that we spend watching tv and the amount of time we spend with our friends it really depends on how much time you spend on each sure so I don't friends have a big impact because I'm always with them but so does TV, commercial. Yeah, I mean, one thing I, I think commercials are really great for is when you're with friends, you can talk about, you know, like what you saw last night on TV, and usually commercials come up in one way or another. Yeah. And if they saw it too, you know, you can talk about that product. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of best of both worlds, I think. Where yeah, because also the more you hear about a product by, like, commercials and stuff, like, the just the more that that product is in your mind, and so the more that you want to hear that, like, the more you want to get that product because you just, it's always in your mind. Mm-hmm. Um, you're listening to the DeMarco Polo Show on 88.9 KUCI-FM in Irvine, and I'm with Tony, Peter, and Jade talking about talking about stuff. And so you were talking, we were all talking about friends and how friends influence us more than... Um, Commercials, and so let's like jump over into into one of the gnarlier um, topic areas, and that is peer pressure, because um, I, I think it starts happening from a really young age, and I know parents worry about this throughout mm-hmm. their child's entire life. I'm sure, you know, as children, what are what are his or her friends <coughs> going to influence my child? to do and then as the child grows older it never goes away you're constantly always worried about peer pressure so what about in your lives I mean how you know the simple question is how has I mean how have you dealt with peer pressure and how would you advise somebody to deal with it you know and coming up I mean maybe you know somebody's listening who has um a kid going into CDM this year, seventh grade, and it's going to be with middle school and high schoolers, and it's going to be dealing with kids of all ages, possibly pressuring them to do whatever. What kind of advice would you give well, that kid? I mean, <coughs> for me at least, I um, 
through high school, I didn't really care about what other people thought of me just because high school is such a small part of our lives. It's like six years, four years, depending on if you go to middle school or high school. Anyway, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just such a small part of our lives that there's so much after that that like I just didn't even care what people thought of me during high school. So I just you know did my own thing and didn't really care about peer pressure or what other people had to say or had to think. Mm-hmm. or what they thought I should be doing because it's just, I mean, high school is over now. So I'm like, peer pressure, I mean, is for the most part done. I mean, sure, college is going to be intense in whatever way, but, like, nothing is the same as high school, and, like, now it's over, so. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I dealt with peer pressure by, I didn't want anybody else telling me how to live my life. Hmm. I, and I'm against drugs and alcohol, and if if someone was like, hey, take this like um no i don't want to my life i don't want to screw my life up Mm -hmm. you go you go ahead but advice i really this is kind of cheesy but i really like the commercial the commercials about above the influence Mm -hmm. they do a really good job of commercials (laughs) 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 Um, i like the way they get the word out about staying above the influence they do a really great job of that and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm they relate it back to like situations that actually might happen in high school mm-hmm. they do a good job of that mm-hmm. so. um i think peer pressure is kind of it's a bad thing and it's always going to be in high school in any place you're with any place that you're in with your friends but i think one advice tip that i would give is choose friends that you feel are most like you and you like choose a good friend group basically because if you choose good friends the factor of peer pressure goes down by a mm-hmm. lot, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it a lot easier yeah. to say no if your so friends I'd, say no. I'd say, to if you had advice to give, I'd say, um, give or find good friends. And choose your friends. Choose. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> you were reminding me um, as you were talking. I started writing it down and just to remind myself. Um, th- there's some saying or something. If you want to know who somebody is look at who his or her friends are and you'll see who that person is exactly and it's so true it is very Mm -hmm. true but you know at cdm (coughs) there's there's been a lot of um drug use and alcohol use and i mean the national institute on drug abuse um says uh illicit drug use among teenagers um 12th graders 6.6% 6.6% of 12th graders now use marijuana every day compared to 5% in the mid 2000s. Wow. Alcohol has dropped. Um, other types of drugs, such as ecstasy, are, has risen amongst older teens. Um, from 2005 to 2011, the percentage of 12th graders who said that trying ecstasy once or twice would be risky dropped from 60% to 49%. I mean, it's like these averages are going up and down depending on what it is. Less people are smoking tobacco, but are smoking more pot. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, what do you make of all that? And, um, you know, there's... I, I think less people are drinking and driving because mm-hmm. yeah. it's, you know, DUIs can cost you $10,000, $12,000, no matter what age you are. And if you're a kid, um, it's. I think it's even harder on you. Yeah, it's worse. Mm-hmm. Does that kind of stuff... You know, is that kind of stuff effective? Do you think that kind of, you know, punishment and um, or what? What's an effective way of dealing with drug abuse and 
and alcohol abuse. The every 15-minute thing that we had was, CDM, was yeah, say, that really had an impact on it, Every 15 minutes, it was where they got... Um, well, how, it was long. Yeah, how do I condense this? There was, um, well, they took, they took they a couple kids out of school one day and had someone walk into their classrooms and said that they had died the previous day. I mean, we knew it was fake, but still, like, it hit us hard. And then they had a big assembly and they staged a car crash and showed just everything that would happen if someone were to get in a drunk driving accident. What really got me was the, um, when they were saying, they had letters that would say if I was still alive, like what I would, what they were, like the message to their parents. And there was also this little video clip of them, like in the hospital with their parents crying over them. And that really struck me. That was what really was like, wow, if we were drinking and driving and this happened, like all the grief that it would cause, and mm -hmm. it would be n maybe not like our shoulders, but just the situation in itself is that much grief and. I don't know, we're all so young. Like, mm -hmm. why waste your life on something stupid as drinking? And so it, it got you emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. And every 15 minutes, for people that don't know, is so the program is teaching us that every 15 minutes, there's something that related to alcohol will hurt someone or potentially kill them. So that's mm -hmm. the program, and it's, it's really scary to think that statistically. And I just think that going around schools and teaching this to kids... To prevent it is a really good program. Yeah. And so, and yeah. go ahead. Um, also, like, just being in high school, you just hear things by people talking. And after every 15 minutes, you just, like, ev like I just didn't hear any anyone talk about drinking and driving. Like, everyone always made sure that even, like, if it was going to happen, that there would be someone to drive. Yeah, like, I, always, I, yeah. I always gave out, like, my number to my to other people that I knew. I said, if you need someone to come drive you, like, call me. Yeah. I'll come get Did you. Did anybody ever call you? Um, no. But <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not. Yeah, maybe it's a good. That's a well, good I wonder. Thing. I mean, but it's still rising. I mean, it's still happening. Yeah. Uh, alcohol use isn't rising, but it's still going on. Although other drug use is rising, so is it? Are they not doing enough with other types of drugs? I don't. Maybe I don't think they even talk anything. Talk I think it's it. more like a like if you don't talk about it, it's not happening. Yeah. Like that kind of thing. Like. Mm -hmm. It's the don't ask, don't talk. Yeah, they. I, I haven't heard anyone talk anything about other kind of drugs on, all through high school. Yeah. I mean, they talk about alcohol, but that's pretty much it. Do you think the current drug laws are um, are effective, or do you think maybe a different sort of drug law, like, I don't know, legalizing marijuana, penalizing heroin users, I don't know what it would be, but just changing the drug laws somehow so that more... Um, policing would go on with other more serious types of drugs or crimes even? I mean, what do you think about Well, I've talked to some people, and they said that the laws about, um, like, making stuff illegal is just making them, it's not stopping them at all. Right. Like, they, they, what I've, people, other people's opinion that they've told me is if they, if the, if they would have, le if they, if they would legalize more drugs that, the crime rate would go down mm -hmm. because because it is accessible doesn't mean they're going to go get it. Right. But and I, I kind of believe in that too. Like if I don't know where and I'm going with this. Yeah. Also, <laughs> it's like the rebellious part of you yeah. or might come out if if you can't have that. Well, then I want it. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I mean, I think 
Sorry. Also with marijuana, I mean, there have been no deaths directly related to it. Like, there are deaths related to tobacco every single day. Like, tobacco is more dangerous than marijuana by health standards, and but yet tobacco is legal. Right. So that doesn't make sense. And also, if they were to tax marijuana, we'd be making so much... The government would have so much more money. Yeah. So... Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's so much, well, it's a whole other topic, yeah. we could spend a whole other hour on that. Um, we are getting to the end of our time. You've been listening to the DeMarco Polo Show on 88.9 KUCI-FM in Irvine. How about, um, I would love to hear from each of you in terms of, um, just as cl in closing, concerns, hopes, um Worries for the planet, <laughs> hope for the planet, <laughs> um, oh. advice to uh, parents, to kids, just, I don't know, anything that might still be in your mind that we haven't talked about. Anything? Um. That was a pretty wide array of topics. Advice to the world? Um, no, just, <laughs> you know, is there anything we didn't worries? talk about that you... Oh. The, that you think about a lot, that you are concerned with, um, growing up in general. <laughs> growing up in general. I don't know. We've talked about a lot. So I'd we do I'd talk say about a lot. For parents, I'd say the pressure that's put on kids nowadays for, for school, college. Right. Yes, college is just from the from the first day at Corona Del Mar High. Well, I might be exaggerating, but literally in in when you begin your freshman year, near the very beginning counselors come in and ask you where you want to go to college oh, yeah, that, and I amazing. when I was a freshman I like hadn't even thought about college like uh, that wasn't even on my mind at all right, and yet grade, yeah the fact that I knew I wanted yeah to and, and, and yet there were like there were kids in my class who were saying oh I want to go here and do this and I was thinking how could you possibly know what you want to do with like all of high school left right. to go right. like mm -hmm. it's just parents like putting it in your head from the day and yet born. that pressure didn't make you decide to go work at Albertsons instead, right? And yeah, no. I mean, it's 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 good, but it's really annoying. It's like, <laughs> it's Yeah, I mean, there's a line between where I feel like kids are pressured so much they do things that they wouldn't normally do, mm -hmm. you know, like but cheating then it, or all then that. Then again, really, like, cheating, if, that's a whole other topic. If you didn't, yeah. if they didn't well, talk about it every day, about it, yeah. then how would you really, that's you wouldn't true. really start thinking about it unless someone was like, hey, where are you going to college? You'd be like, oh, I haven't even thought about yeah. that. Maybe I should start thinking about that. I mean, I only have four years. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> It's a good. Sure. It's a good pressure. It's just that it starts right away and it's just constantly right on you. I think you. easing into it. Would yeah, be better, definitely. Better. I mean, the pressure. It is a little immense, but I think it's good pressure. Maybe yeah. Not let to the let extent, let us focus on high school for yeah, a few years true. before you start making us focus on yeah, college. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that from a lot of parents and kids. Just that pressure, and and then the school, of course, wants everyone to go to uh, top tier schools. Because it looks good for the school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. And yet. School has high scores, yeah. and ha you know, it's working. <laughs> so it's also complicated, and that's why the Demarco Polo Show exists to deal with these complications. <laughs> here, Thank here. you guys. Thank all you so Thank much, you so much all for being yeah. here. It's been great talking with you. The hour flew. It did. And uh, all of you out there, stay tuned, and uh, for our next show, I believe Jared's coming on with some music. So. Um, Stay with us and come back next Monday at 5. 
actually come at 4. Evan is here um, for the docket at 4 o'clock, and his show is always good. So uh, till next time, have a great week.